I'm Malaya. And I'm Kalia. And you're listening to Intertwined, a podcast about human connection, human behavior, and human experience. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at intertwined underscore podcast. On this week's episode, we'll be talking about finding and maintaining individuality. So our guiding question is kind of a loaded one. It's what has helped us find and maintain individuality? Yeah. And we have a lot to talk about when it comes to that. Yes, definitely. I think it started when we were young, this journey of finding individuality, right? Yeah. Well, we definitely like stopped dressing alike once our parents stopped (laughs) picking out our outfits. Right. And even still, maybe they started to... Give us our own style. I don't know. Yeah, because it's interesting because I wonder whether they influence our individual styles based mm-hmm. on what they thought about our individual personalities. No. No. So you don't no. think so? You think we just genuinely had different styles from the beginning? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Well, as because we got the chance, we would. Yeah. Explore. Well, the reason why mom made us dress alike was because it was just easier, easier and yeah. cheaper to buy, you know, right. two of she the was, same She things. wasn't committed to that. Yeah. For very long, honestly. right? Because I, I, I've seen pictures of us very small mm-hmm. in totally yeah. different outfits. Yeah, clearly picked up by us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember getting into sneakers in elementary school. Right, and I, yeah, yeah, wasn't into sneakers that. Yeah, early. no. Okay, so yeah, definitely a reflection of mm-hmm. us. As yeah, yeah, people. yeah, yeah. Okay, so, but I think, and we're pretty different people. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, do you think we're different because we were intentional about our individuality or you think we're just naturally different? That's the thing. It's the nature versus nurture debate. Mm. I don't know. I mm. don't know. I like to believe that we were all created, you know, well, with yeah, special yeah, yeah. care and yeah. as individuals. So that's that's okay, yeah, 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 that's what right. I think, but I don't I don't know. It's an ongoing debate. Yeah. Yeah. So where do you think this journey started? I have my thoughts. What are your thoughts? Let me hear. So I think this journey really started when, in school. I think it started Mm -hmm. in school. Yeah, I agree. Because, you know, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but the last time Malaya and I were in the same classroom Mm -hmm. was in the first grade. Yeah. And the last time we were in the same school was Was in in elementary elementary school. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I think it started then. Like, I Mm -hmm. think it was clear in the beginning that people had their own fears about or or just uncertainties about what we could do together. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What either what the consequences were of, you know, having a codependent Mm -hmm. relationship that's pretty unique or maybe what the threat was. I don't know, because I think, of course, you might have mentioned this in other episodes, but there was a fear of us being bullies. And still, oh, this, yeah. still to this day, there's yeah. a fear yeah. that people project sometimes of us kind mm-hmm. of using our twinhood to gang up on people. Right. Or to, right. Yeah. So I have a question mm. because I don't remember any specific instances, but 
I do remember having conversations in elementary school about how we present ourselves to our peers mm. and how we support each other through conflict. Definitely. That we're not Definitely. like, you know, one of us is not going through. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think it's been important for us to kind of allow each other to figure out our mess. Like allow, yeah. we don't, we've never been the type to really get involved in each other's drama. Yeah, no. You know, other than supporting each mm-hmm. other at home. Yeah. And I really think that was like fostered by our parents. Yeah. Because it was common that when we all got home we would just discuss that was just what it was yeah so I think I feel like I remember you getting into something and it was a big deal that you disagreed with me I feel like I remember that too yeah but in elementary school I think so and it I disagree I didn't stand up for you or I took somebody else's side maybe yes yes and we had a debate about it I don't really know what the outcome was. I don't right. know, like, obviously our mom helps us mediate right. these things. So yeah. she probably, you know, helped she, us out. Yeah. But we definitely had a discussion about what do we do in these situations? Do we, no matter whether you're right or yeah. wrong, do we stick up for each other? Yeah. Or do we, and then do we go home and be like, mm, mm, you were kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if you were right on that one. Mm-hmm. Or what do you do? Right. What do you do? What do you think you would do now? Well, now we're, I don't know, now we're, we're mature enough yes, where we to can have handle, a discussion. Yeah. We can mm-hmm. have a discussion. Like if you had a disagreement with someone and you wanted my input. Right. I think you respect me enough to respect my opinion, even of course, if it's different, yeah. you know? Yeah. You always say the right things. Mm-hmm. Second to mom, <laughs> you yeah. always say the right things. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. And I think with, so how, do you remember how you felt when we were separated? Because I don't feel like I remember how I felt in the beginning, mm-hmm. but I think when it became a little complicated, so the, you know, the New York city education yeah. system yeah. is an interesting one. And we mm-hmm. both, you know, we were fortunate enough to have some talent and go to <laughs> performing arts schools yes. since middle school, really. Yeah. And we were able to go to these gifted and talented, whatever programs, right. mm-hmm. which was great. Mm-hmm. But, and I think we still, we, we have dealt with this, like, even recently. Yeah. Just, we don't know people's motives. Right. We don't, you know. And yeah. That, and that's a different mm-hmm. feeling. Like, when you deal with rejection. Yeah. Just as an individual. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always hard. Right. But I think when you deal with rejection. And against. You, against. Yes, yes. And you have this parallel life Ooh, that people yes. are. We've dealt with this so many times yeah. where, you know, we've had to celebrate one another through. Mm-hmm. Through rejection. Through rejection. Through And heartbreak. so, yeah, we yeah. don't, we talk about this sometimes, but I think when the conversation comes up, mm. to me, it always seems like you feel like, I get all the W's and you just got to take the hits. <laughs> yeah. But I think it really started when. I think it really started when you got into Mark Twain mm-hmm. and I didn't get into Mark Twain. Right. And had to go. We, that's when we went to separate middle schools. Yes. Yes. So 
and you know, obviously we were 11, so I don't, it's hard to remember that time, but maybe that's just an excuse, right? Maybe I don't remember it because I wasn't dealing with that rejection. Right. Because I definitely remember when I didn't get into LaGuardia. Yes. I remember how that felt. Right. But but we were older. Right. We were older. Yeah. And we prepared differently for those auditions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's nuance there Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. But I think in kind of this journey of both celebrating each other and and allowing ourselves to feel what we feel, Mm -hmm. we've, I think we've dealt with it by establishing roles in our family, establishing roles in our lives. Like, would you agree? Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. I think people, especially people who have known us our whole lives, right? they emphasize more of the contrast than yes. they do the similarities. And I think that's because we we definitely had, we were fortunate enough to grow up with an, in a nurturing environment. Yeah. Like both of our parents were very involved and engaged. Mm-hmm. And so I think at an early age, we learned how to lean into our differences. Yeah. And I think that's mm-hmm. important for anybody, any yeah. human. Mm-hmm. It's to recognize our differences and right. be able to lean into those differences because you know what they say, comparison is the thief of joy. Do they say that? I think that's how it goes, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it makes sense because, yeah. yeah, when you don't lean into those differences and you feel like you know yeah you're being put up against someone yes at all times at all times it's hard to live yeah. like that it's yeah. hard to live like that it's hard to say it doesn't goals. make sense to live like that it's yeah you, know. you have to reframe for yeah. yourself mm-hmm. yeah and so yeah i think we find ways to do that mm-hmm. i think we definitely find ways to do that i remember like early on you danced i mean we they our parents put us both in dance but i wasn't <laughs> Messing with it like right. that. And once, you know, I showed some opposition dancing, <laughs> they put me in basketball and you were doing dance and I was doing basketball. Dad mm-hmm. was taking me my games and yep. mom was taking you to taking you to rehearsal. So and all the way until the very end, we were mm-hmm. we would show up for each other. Yeah. And we would just be the cheerleader. Yeah. Like that number one fan. We knew. Right. Yeah. Number yeah. one fan. And. <laughs> Remember when I when I played at that game oh, at yeah. Madison Square Garden? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, we have a video of us playing basketball. We mm-hmm. had to have been like in the fourth, maybe yes, third, young. young, young, maybe like third or fourth I think grade. Third grade, yeah. Um, I played basketball for the Junior Knicks mm-hmm. league, and my dad was the coach, <laughs> <laughs> and. He wouldn't even put me in the games all the time. I mean, I didn't really like basketball like that. Like, you know, I like to dribble by right. myself. When it got really competitive, yeah, Malay was like, all right, now. Like, you're I dragging it. Yeah. <laughs> like, they take this seriously, and I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we got the opportunity to play at Madison Square Garden during halftime. And they were like, you know, mom and dad were like, this is the opportunity of a lifetime, Kalia, you're doing it. <laughs> but I think some, like a kid was sick or something. No. No? That, Are no, you sure? That wa- no, <laughs> that wasn't it. Okay, well, well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that was it. I okay. think mom was like, 
yeah, you're, I'm forcing you to do this. <laughs> okay. And I mean, they were literally calling our names on the loudspeaker like, Malaya just passed the ball to um, Kalia and they are now like, it was, yeah. it was cool. It, was, it cool. was cool. Like we have to, maybe we could post that on the Instagram. That yeah. would be hilarious. Yeah. Like y'all would be weak. <laughs> like y'all would really be weak. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's so funny. I remember Kalia was just like, she got the ball at some point. <laughs> And I think she, you threw it to the wrong. We we gotta, you know, we gotta review the footage. Yes, we do. It's funny, <laughs> but I have honestly, I think that was my first and only time playing basketball. Like I really <laughs> yeah. do think that. Yeah. But I, it was my sister. Like my yeah. sister was doing it, so it couldn't be. It didn't feel <laughs> right. so far out of reach. Yeah. And it's funny because actually, when we were in college. Mm. Malaya, I was in the Spelman College Glee Club, yeah. and Malaya came on <laughs> tour with us playing the bass. I did. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, like, I say I play the bass, but, like, I'm not taking it as seriously as I want to take it right now just yeah. because of other things going on But, you life. know, you taught but, yourself how to but play I, the bass. Yeah. And, and you know how to read Relatively, music already. Yeah, I know how to read music already um, because I was a vocal major at LaGuardia. Mm-hmm. And... So I have that skill and I, you know, have the ear training. I'm, I need to, you know, brush up on it. But mm. yeah, yeah. Your, your director, Doc, gave mm-hmm. me the sheet music and I sat there and I studied it and I taught myself the music yeah. and got to play the bass Crazy. on tour. On tour. With the Spelman like, College Glee yes. Club. Yes. All, all because of Kalia. <laughs> Yeah, and I think and and you you really encouraged me to do that. Yes, like yes. I would not have done that. Like I'm confident, but I'm not confident in my base skills to play on tour. Like no, yeah, yeah, and I think that's the special thing about having a twin. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you, know? you do feel invincible. Yeah, and powerful, but I think it comes with the challenge of. Yeah. Also maintaining your individuality yep. and staying yep. humble mm-hmm. and grounded. And grounded, yeah. Right, because it's easy to get lost in. Right, very. It's very easy to get lost in the magic of our relationship right. and the fact that it's unique and that people don't quite understand everything yeah. about it. It is. Yeah. It is. But I think that a lot of times when we get around other people or our friends, mm-hmm. like we're able to use our relationship to really convey a message about something right. or mm-hmm. to, right. To share our experiences yeah. and to definitely teach people like, here's how we manage this complicated situation in our lives. Right. Like, right. You know, as twins, as people who we're, we're here until the very end. Yeah. And, but we're also, you know, we can go head to head. Yeah. Because there's no little sister. There's no that relationship. Yeah. That, there's that not dynamic, that dynamic. Yeah. There's not that dynamic mm-hmm. to, to kind of hide behind. It's yeah. like, if I have a problem, I'm like, what's up, Malaya? Yeah, like, what's going on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Yeah. I definitely agree. Yeah. And, and I, so mm-hmm. I think that comes with people intentionally separating us. And so. So do you think that that was a good thing are you grateful for that or is that something that you wish you know wasn't wasn't a thing um 
I think that I just can't imagine it any differently. Yeah. You know, know any different because literally everything we did, people separated. Oh, yeah. In camp, we could never Mm -hmm. be in the same cabin. Right. I don't even I don't think. But I mean, we do. I think at a young age, maybe being around other kids was helpful. No, I'm saying in terms of, you know, that magical connection, Mm -hmm. maybe adults or, you know, supervisors or whatever, they saw it as intimidating to the other students. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or the other, you know, whoever else. Yeah, Yeah. the other kids. And so Mm -hmm. I think that magic which you know we've had hard times connecting at points in our lives for for a long time for a long time for for years we had a hard time connecting yeah and so i think that now that we've spent so much time together Mm -hmm. we recognize how powerful we are together and how we can share that message and different messages of being intertwined yes and yes you know, because we were intentionally separated in so everything we did, mm-hmm. we never prioritized nurturing our, our relationship. Connection. Yeah, and our connection. Yeah. yeah. I you th- know. And I think that's where... I think that's where being individuals and being so proud of the mm-hmm. fact that we established ourselves as yeah. individuals. We had different friend groups. Mm-hmm. We had different interests. And we yeah. loved telling people how different we were. And, yeah. and like I said earlier, I think it's important to lean into your differences. Yeah. But I also think it's important to find a balance because going through those, I don't know how long it was, but it, it was a while of mm-hmm. kind of like disconnect. We always supported each other. Yeah. And we, always, we were always there for each other. Right. And we were we're always we were always close. We were like, always close, very yeah. close. Like certain things mm-hmm. are just non-negotiable. We it's shared like, a room my whole they life. Just never yeah. changed. Yeah. So we were close. Yes, but, but there was mm-hmm. a, a point where, yeah, there was a disconnect. Yeah. So I think when we kind of came back together, we we realized that we needed that balance. Yeah. We need, and we're. I think we're still trying to find it maybe oh yeah of of, course it's probably a lifelong you know definitely yeah every every phase we go through it's things change and we have to reestablish that Mm -hmm. yeah so i think it's fluid so it is yeah i think we you know yeah i think think, we respect each other's mm -hmm. boundaries we're especially recently and just with the older we get. Yeah, and and living together. And living together. Yeah. We we do think we've by done ourselves. A, yes. As adults. <laughs> as by adults. ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Like. So do you think that we, we're doing a good job of respecting each other's boundaries? Yeah. And do you think so? I mean, you know, people say that there were blessings that came with quarantine. I think mm quarantining together and really having time to spend with one another. Like it wasn't optional really. Like we had to spend time with one another. Like that is really what helped us. Like Mm. it was perfect timing, perfect timing right before we're starting our own careers. Um, Yeah. We needed that. We needed that confidence from each other. We did. And I think without the, the distraction of, a 
active social life and mm-hmm. of school yeah. and those responsibilities because we just started working. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've really been able to learn each other's, you know, mm-hmm. we, we've been able to learn each other as adults. Right. Mm-hmm. And learn how to show up for each other and learn how to respect one another. Yeah. As that's, yeah, <laughs> we are definitely learning that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like even the experiences. Okay. So let's go back and talk about different examples of being uh, intentionally separated. Yeah. So one thing I can think of is going to sleepaway camp. We mm-hmm. went to sunshine acres sleepaway camp almost for how many years we oh started gosh. maybe at eight years old i the last year i went was i was 14 i think yeah and i yeah. couldn't 13. go that last year <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was in summer school <laughs> let's keep it real here let's keep it real i was in summer school that's all right look at you I now failed chemistry. look at you now yeah you're right and i and i went to college and i got an a in chemistry mm. but yeah i did fail i was taking chemistry as a freshman yeah no yeah. listen but whatever. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So anyway, yeah, Sunshine Acres, we were in a cabin together, I believe, our really? first year. Okay. Yeah, I think our first year that we went, we, I mean, we were eight. Right. And I think, you know, with dad, he wasn't going to send us to sleepaway camp. Right. So mom had to convince him, and maybe one of the things she said to convince him was that... They're going to be together. Yeah, we need to be in the same cabin. Mm. And once... They saw our personalities, I think, and we came back the next year because you remember we had the same program director the yes, next year, Mr. Yes. Kyle. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, yeah, y'all not going in the same cabin this year. Right. I separated y'all. Like, he, I remember, like, for some reason, I remember thing. that moment. He was like, and my heart dropped. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, you're not going to let me stay in the same cabin That's as my right. sister? Right. Like, what? But I mean... Yeah, we and still have fun. We still have fun. We yeah. still had a great time, and mm-hmm. I think even, you know, when we were in the same cabin, right. or the one time we were in the same class, the in the first grade, in the first grade, we stayed, you know, on opposite sides of right. the room. We would do a check in every yeah. now and then. I mean, mom always says this. Yeah, we would do a check in every now and then with each other. Maybe we were embarrassed to speak to each other. I don't know. I. I don't but know I don't remember like socializing with you. No, I think that it was just but also, as mom says it was. This is what we're going to talk about in another episode. But it's also that people have a hard time being friends with twins. Yes. And so we realized that very, 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 very young. <laughs> very young. Very, very young. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we probably... Separated, also, yeah, separated, we separated ourselves. ourselves. Yeah, we probably separated ourselves yeah. to make other people, people comfortable. comfortable. Mm-hmm. I agree. Which I don't think is a bad thing. No, not at all. I think it teaches you important life skills. And self-awareness. And self-awareness. Yeah. We were very aware. Very aware. Oh, this person's feeling a little. Yeah. We're, being, we're twinning out. Yeah. We're t- yeah, like, we're you know doing too much say You're now. spinning out, we're yeah. twinning out. You remember, um, so we were also on the Bedford-Stuyvesant Piranhas. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> But we were very active in the whole aquatics program at yeah, the, and YMCA. In the YMCA in general because mm-hmm. our parents were very active. Yeah. And so um, you remember we were in the lifeguard office mm-hmm. arguing about a banana. We were. I, I a remember. Ripe ban- yeah. Tell the story, Kalia. So I think and I was looking back. I'm like, wow, we were young. 
but we had a table, so we would mm-hmm. do these tables like every few weekends or whatever. What were the tables for? Fundraising. We yeah, would it was sell snacks. Yeah, we would sell snacks at so, the gym. Yeah, yeah, the YMCA. Right. So we, and we started selling like healthy snacks, and mm-hmm. I think like we were the first ones to really start doing that. Right. And so we had well, a table yeah. with all our healthy snacks, and people were into it. And so I think we were selling like bunches of bananas. Yes, we were. And they were green. Yes. But you know, really what it was, mm. like all the lifeguards at the Y ate unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And our coaches, they were not the healthiest either. Right. And so they would be picking out the snacks and it would be a whole bunch of junk. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, we're giving junk. Like people would come up gym. to us and be like, uh, you know, I don't eat that. I'll buy it though. I'll donate or, you know, right. I don't want that. So then we started thinking of ways to, you know, get people to actually mm. buy the products that we had right? <laughs> and the snacks that we had. Mm-hmm. And so we had bananas one time. Yes. So continue with the story. Kalia. So, and you have to you have to help me out, but mm-hmm. I think we were selling. They were green, right? So they weren't ripe. No, I think we were selling ripe bananas. Mm. No, <laughs> no. I think we were selling green bananas. Okay, and we were selling like bunches of them, mm-hmm. but they weren't super ripe. Okay, and I think the argument was like, why would I buy these green bananas? Right, right. Okay. Either way, it doesn't matter what the argument was. Mm. It got really, really heated. And we're yeah. like, how old were we? We were probably. I don't even think we were in high school. No, no, no. Definitely yeah, not. no. We were in middle school. Yes. We were probably in middle school. 11. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it got heated. And we were arguing with probably uh, early 20s, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, they were like in the early 20s. And. Yeah, it just got heated, and I think that was the moment where it was like, you know. We twinned out. We twinned out. We twinned them out. Yes. Like. We twinned them out. Yeah. And it's happened, like, other times mm-hmm. in, in our life where we, we're, we've we both been equally passionate about something. Yes. And we're like, no, this is something that we both, we yeah. want to know that we, we want you to know that we both stand for this. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. this is. This is the moment. Yeah. So I think it's, you know, a constant dance. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Yeah. And I think that's for anybody. Mm-hmm. Whether you're a twin or not, it's just a constant dance of recognizing your connections mm-hmm. in your life, all your connections right. in your life. Because none of us come here alone. Like, yeah. none of us show up alone. Mm-hmm. But I think... The dance is doing that while maintaining your individuality yeah. and taking your individuality very seriously. Yeah. And, yeah, really working on yourself yeah. and who you want to be. And having respect for yourself. And having respect for yourself and not, be, not being afraid to mm-hmm. ask other people to yeah. respect you in the way that you respect yourself. Yeah, And, you know, that's one thing about having a twin and mom says this is one of the most important life lessons grandma passed on to her. Mm. She was in high school, dealing with one of her high school boyfriends. And she, I don't know, 
I think maybe he was calling the house or he, he had to pick her up or something, whatever. They wanted to go out and he needed to pick her up. And my grandmother was like, if you're not going to have respect for yourself, I'm going to have respect for you. Mm. And so one thing I think about having a twin and when you're telling me and you're advising me through situations that I go through, I know that if I'm not respecting myself, Kalia, Mercedes Sims is going to respect me for me mm. and have respect for me. Yes. And if that's not a word. And that's a word. <laughs> if you're not going to have respect for yourself, I'm, I'm going to have respect, respect for, for you. you. Mm-hmm. Mm. You just listened to Intertwined, a podcast about human connection, human behavior, and human experience. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at intertwined underscore podcast. And make sure to engage with us on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for listening.